0: Hello and welcome back to Dr. Quackers. And today we're going to be reviewing Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Well, here's a 100th review about the real Suicide Squad. I wanted to do the last great Star Wars movie today. This is the best Star Wars movie from the Disney era. This is the story of how the Rebels acquired the Star plans from the Empire, the beginning of New Hope. The best part of the story are the unique characters: Chen Erso, Casting Andor, K2, Cheru Bodhi and Baze. All of them being very different from one another. Uh, my favorites being K2 and Sheroot. It was really cool to see a force add up in the film. Uh, yeah, he's just badass. He's a blind dude. He's not a Jedi or Sith, obviously, but he's able to use, somewhat use the force and have him guide, use it, he uses it to guide himself due to him being blind. So his action scenes are always pretty badass, similar to like the likes of the book Eli, how he's blind, and stuff like that. Um, yeah, K2 is voiced by Alan Tudyk, who I've talked about quite a few times. And if you haven't heard me talk about him before, you will know I think he's pretty awesome. I think he's badass. I love Alan Tudyk, and I'm pretty much anytime he's in a movie, I'm like, Hey, it's Alan Tudyk, he's doing a good job. Uh, <laughs> so, however, everyone does a great job, from especially the two leads felicity jones and diego luna this is the first film scored by someone other than john williams michael giano i think that's like i think that's how you pronounce it um does a great job but it's not as good as john williams scores which to be fair it's hard to beat john williams one be in the best uh film score composers of all time so, I mean, I will say I do really enjoy the score here. I'm not trying to dismiss how good of a job he did by the fact that it may not be as good as John Williams. It's still really good. And I would say it's better than Solo's score. Um, but, yeah, the villains are terrific in this movie as well. Director Krennic being played by Ben Meldenson, uh, who has been in, like, everything lately. At least it feels like it has. I've seen so much stuff lately where I'm like, hey, it's Director Krennic from Rogue One. Um, Things like, oh, Tengly did the Dark Knight Rises first, uh, Ready Player One, he's done a few other stuff like that lately, but yeah, he just seems to be the villain lately, which is okay with me because he does a great job. Peter Cushing makes an appearance from Beyond the Grave, Uh, that is the actor that played Grand Tarkin, they use CGI to portray his character in the film. Now, Peter Cushing looks... Pretty good, in my opinion, in this movie. I'd say better than what they did with Tony Stark in some of the Marvel films when they made him look younger. And he looks better than the Princess Leia that's at the end of this film. Um, But Carrie Fisher was alive when they first, when they did that to her in this film. But I will say, um, I'm not sure how I feel about them bringing back dead actors into roles they've done. This one's okay with me because he's not overly used, but I could see how this could, you know, be a problem in later films, especially from Star Wars, because there's a lot of actors who are dead that fans would probably want to see again, but I feel like they overuse it, people like Alec Guinness, like even Carrie Fisher, they really overused her character in films, even after her death. Uh, So yeah, I'm okay with it now, but... I, we, I think we should be careful with how we use dead actors in the films. Darth Vader has one of the most badass cameos in all of cinema in this film. It is one of the most famous scenes from this movie. Probably is the most famous scene from this movie. Um, and in fact, it even inspired a scene in The Mandalorian Season 2 with Luke Skywalker. Watching Darth Vader mow down all these rebels with a lightsaber, and how a lightsaber is supposed to be used. The shit's not a fucking it doesn't just graze people and get flesh rooms. He chops motherfuckers in half, stabs through them motherfuckers. People die when he uses his lightsaber, and that's how lightsaber is supposed to be. His force power is a badass as fuck him, lifting people up, cutting them in half. That shit's dope to me. I love Darth Vader, and I'm glad he's one of the most he has one of the most badass scenes in all the Star Wars films. Hell yeah. Totally for it. Um, also they also added, like, different uh, Stormtrooper designs. I like the Scarif guys. They look really cool. I love... Uh, so, I, I love it, but also there's a primary that's like, you need to be careful when you put new stuff in the same time era of, like, previously established films, especially when it's like, we have the thing that could destroy you. It's like, well, why didn't we use those in the original trilogy? Like, the, de- like the, de- uh, the Dark Troopers, or Death-, Death Troopers. No, the Dark Troopers are made like of- death troopers the ones that director krennic has they explain it in a way is that those were specifically his guard so when they all die it makes sense when you don't see him again at the end of the film i was like okay cool and i will say they do they are badass and i like the whole idea that they have their own radio frequency so it just sounds like churned up shit so you can't you don't know what they're saying to each other so it's harder to pick up what their plan is i think that's pretty badass. Uh, they're also, like, super soldiers, um, but you wouldn't know that from the film, but if you look at them, they're fucking huge. But yeah, they're, they're badass. Um, yeah, the sword Stormtroopers, everything's cool. I um, like some of the vehicle designs. Yeah, super cool. And I love the use of all the, the dogfights. I really love how they, they focus very much more on the war aspect and the troops that's involved, not so much, like, the big characters. And you can do both with it working really well, and I I really like how this seamlessly blends into the original story. Uh, It's one of the few instances where I actually like the tweaked story from the original story in the uh, Legends. Uh, I like this. It was really cool. I deeply enjoyed this movie. It's one of my favorite Star Wars films. Um, So yeah, I'm going to give this movie a 9 out of 10. It's a near-perfect movie, and it's a badass Star Wars movie. It's one of my favorite ones. It's, yeah, I'd probably like it. So, yeah, my, my favorite Star Wars film, is Empire Strikes Back, and then probably New Hope. But this one's a toss-up for me. It's probably this and then Return of the Jedi. But I could see it going either way. But this is a really good Star Wars movie. And even if you just love science fiction, and I don't know how, if you love science fiction you haven't seen Star Wars yet, if you haven't, you should definitely watch this one. It's good. Um, you may want to watch the original, or at least New Hope, before you watch this movie to give you some context. But you really don't have to. I mean, the only thing you'll know, you'll need, you'll, like, learn when you watch this one, maybe you're a little bit confused by is is you'll know who, like, uh, Grand Moff Tarkin is, and then Vader, and then Princess Leia at the end. That, that's kind of, because they don't say who it is, you're like, who's the lady there if you've never seen them. By the way, it could still be watched without seeing any anyones. ones. So that's why I think this is a better standalone film than Solo, because you would need to watch the films with Solo first before you watch that one. In my opinion, I think you should. Well, yeah. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I appreciate anyone who's given this a listen. I'm surprised as hell that I've made it to 100 episodes. Um, didn't think anyone listen to this duck. At least I knew they would. I knew I'd conquer the world. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, uh, I might have uh, Mr. Tingles might stop by soon. He's he's been behaving better, so he might be on a review soon. Yeah, If you enjoyed today's episode, I have 99 other reviews. If you'd like to go give those a listen, I cover all kinds of stuff. I've done uh, the first $6 film, so if you enjoyed this one, go give those a listen. Um, if you really enjoy this podcast, if you've listened to all 100 reviews, I would kindly ask you to help support this, this podcast or show, whatever you want to call it, through the link on this episode, whatever you're listening through. We'll have a link on the homepage and I have a link on my Instagram page, Dr. New Reviews, if you'd like to go there and help support this podcast. The more you help support me, the more I can focus and give you better content. I promise. And if you do decide to help support this channel, I will think of something that I can give you that's exclusive to you, make you feel special. Give you the warm feelings inside. All right? So I hope you enjoyed today's episode and please stay tuned to listen to my Viking Fitness ad. Thank you. If the last two years have taught us anything, it's the importance of health. Being physically fit is key in overall health. Regular exercise and smart eating build the framework for a strong body with a powerful immune system. Now is the time. Viking Fitness can show you the way to a fit and healthy body. No gimmicks and no crash diets. Your custom-designed fitness plan is based on science and good, old-fashioned hard work. Go to vikingfitnessnh.com or call 603 today for a free consultation. Mention Dr. Quackers and get 10% off your custom plan. Pure results, no bullshit. vikingfitnessnh.com Thank you.